Welcome to the Mavens Do It Better podcast. And now, your host, Heather Newman. Hello, everyone. Here we are again for another Mavens Do It Better podcast, where we interview extraordinary experts who bring a light to the world. And I have a light here for sure. Oh, Nancy McSherry Jensen, how are you? I'm so happy to see you. I'm great. <laughs> Yay. I'm so glad you're on too. So everybody, I think, Nancy, I think that you are one of my guests who's actually making a second appearance. I think you're the first one, by the way. Love. I love being a repeat. <laughs> yes. She's so awesome, everybody. We're repeating for sure. So that's great. Um, so Nancy, where are you coming to us? From today. I am in the beautiful Pacific Northwest where it is 55 degrees and sunny. Um, I, I live in Seattle. Yep. Awesome. And I'm coming to you, everybody, from HQ here in uh, Marina Del Rey, uh, California. And it is a nice, beautiful, sunny day as well. So uh, everyone, so Nancy and I go way back. Um, we, I, I tell her often that it's all her fault. Um, <laughs> uh, this, this year, uh, 2021, uh, marks the 20th anniversary of the launching of SharePoint, a Microsoft product. Um, and I started working for Nancy in 2001, so 20 years. That ago. does not seem possible. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, and y'all, Nancy, uh, at that time, you were the group product manager for that. That's right. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, how like how long were you at Microsoft? You spent a long. Time. I was at Microsoft for 13 years, and I worked on some of the you know flagship brands of the company. I worked on MS DOS. Windows NT, back office, yeah, exchange. Um, And then about, I was very fortunate uh, to be part of the SharePoint team. That was the bulk of my experience there. And it really, it made every day just a joy to come into the office, which isn't to say every day was easy, but it was a delight to work with that product and with that team of people. Absolutely. Yeah, I think, I don't know, when I think about joyful times in my life, especially with work that is that 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 core team when we were just starting out and it was like still a you know uh code word and like Mm -hmm. what how are we going to put this out into the world and stuff like that like that was super fun and Jeff Teeper shout out to Jeff Teeper who is corporate vice president of all of it on that side was was the boss back then right you worked right I did yes he put up with a lot from me he gave us um, the freedom to explore some um, interesting ways to introduce a new product that maybe wasn't it was a little late to market and maybe wasn't top of mind for uh, its target customers so yeah but I think what you've hit on something that's really important when you get a group of people that you're working with treasure it uh, you know I've had the I've had that um, luxury three times now um, because it is a luxury because we all know that sometimes it's a little more work to work with the people on your team. But that there was flow, as the yoga instructors say, Uh, (laughs) um, that that team, it was just it was very easy. I had the same thing when I worked at International Data Corporation. Mm -hmm. Um, I had um, a bunch of and we were peers, but we had just a fantastic time. I think everybody knew what they were responsible for and we watched each other. You know, we, we, we made sure that everybody was successful. And I will say that we've got it now with my company, the swing shift. Um, It's just, it's so much fun. And I'll tell you, run, as you know, 
running a startup is very different in some ways um, than working at a larger corporation. But, you know, there's other things that are common. And so having that day-to-day joy is super important. Yeah, I agree. And your partner, Sarah, Sarah Duenwald, who's- Sarah Duenwald, yep. Yep, yep. So, so I met Sarah, obviously, well, through Nancy when you started the business. So when did you start- uh, the swing shift, and will you tell all our listeners about that? What you, what the business is, and what you do? Sure. Yeah, Sarah and I met about four years ago, mm-hmm. um, and she, I had taken a five year break um, to take yeah. care of my kids and my parents who were getting older. Um, uh, Sarah um, was stepping back from her corporate job. She has a background in gaming and um, business development, consumer business development, yeah. and. She, you know, she went back after her second child was born and then said, I need to do something different. I want to keep working, but I don't want to keep working like this. A mutual acquaintance introduced us and I was kicking around this idea of working with women who had taken breaks or wanted to do something different. Um, And we we had coffee for two hours and said, yep, we're going to go into business together. And, you know, four years later, here we are. So we started the swing shift and uh, we work with women who have taken career breaks and want to come back. And we started doing in-person programming. So we had um, a multi-week program, which was our flagship, the Career Catalyst. We had corporate workshops. We had one-on-one and continue to have one-on-one consults um, with individuals COVID hit and we need a hard, fast pivot to digital. So we're doing everything online. Yep. Yeah. I remember meeting you at some co-location workspaces in Seattle and seeing what you were doing and all of that stuff for the in-person. But yeah, I mean, how, how, how hard was it for you to switch to digital? Um, it was part of our long-term plan, Heather. Yeah. So we knew we needed to do it, but I think we were dragging our feet because, yeah. you know, when we were successful doing in-person yeah. programming and we were looking at, at our expansion, that's what we were looking at doing. Right. Um, circumstances forced us to go in that direction. And I would say we had about 36 hours of sheer panic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah. yeah. And we just, you know, and, we said, well, do we just put everything literally from what we were doing in person to online? We made an assessment of that and said, no, people don't want to sit in a room for three and a half hours. Right. Right. Yeah. Staring at a zoom screen. We knew they didn't, they didn't want to do that, but we also knew that they needed community. They needed, uh, they needed to connect with each other. They needed the guidance that we offer. Yeah. Which is everything from discernment out to how to negotiate. Um, And so we made a deliberate decision to go digital. And we went from doing like a kind of ad hoc monthly um, online program to a structured, predictable weekly program called our Hangout Habits. We are doing them still. And, you know, we've learned a lot along the way. We also we but. We'll talk about our other assets in a minute, but we were very, I think it was Sarah actually, who was making the call on that. And I said, okay, Sarah, let's try it. And I'm so glad we did. Yeah, absolutely. And you had me on one of your hangouts talking about personal brand, which was, which was so fun. Yeah, absolutely. Now, no, I think, you know, we all, I mean, we were Nancy and I were talking before we were doing a little catch up her and I before and talking about, yeah, it's like for me, the same thing, you know, COVID hit and, you know, I make money from workshops and, you know, client engagements and in-person, you know, workshops with corporations looking at marketing, you know, messaging and strategy and stuff like that. And everything that I had booked that was in-person just went away in, you know, two days. So like all of us are like, 
okay, what's up? You know, how, yeah. how do you pivot? Like, what do you do? And, and a lot of it, you know, I was doing online things anyway, but not like I would have been. And then of course, you know, I took a, a job at Microsoft cause that came through for me, but, um, right. but I definitely, I've watched other friends like you and, and, and they were doing the in-person stuff and some of it's bounced back and some of it hasn't, you know, and yeah. maybe won't depending. Yeah. It really depends on how the economic com- uh, recovery um, proceeds. Uh, we, you know, we were in a very fortunate position because while the pandemic started rolling out, we, we had been um, offered a book contract from HarperCollins yeah. leadership. And so we made a, a couple of strategic, yeah, there it is. And you can see it in my background. Um, everybody. Yes, so let's talk about the book for sure. That, well, well, and so it's an interesting road there, Heather, yeah, because, right. you know, we had got the deal. Mm-hmm. Um, COVID hit and, you know, we were in our final days of right. finishing the book, right? Our, our publisher had said, oh, you can get it to us, you know, kind of like by the end of March. Right. And we were at our co-working space absolutely panicked right we I got a phone call uh from the school district saying your kids are coming home this afternoon right we were doing a kind of like uh, one of the last chapters we were writing it I looked at Sarah and I said my my kids have been sent home I I have to go um and we had to decide you know in addition to making this move to digital and keep in mind that you know I have a a 10 and a 14 year old a 10 year old son a 14 year old daughter and so all of a sudden I was at home with them all the time um and I I completely underestimated how much childcare schools provide and we decided that in addition to making the move to digital we were just going to double down on our book and finish it yeah. And it was very tempting because there was a lot of paralysis at the time, right? Oh, yeah. For people to say, well, let's just wait a couple of weeks. And that's what I thought. I was like, oh, yeah. Right, right. You know, it'll be a couple of weeks and the kids will be back in school. And that's not what happened. Um, but we just said, we're going to focus on this because, you know, we think that, boy, in addition to the 45% of women who take breaks, we think that maybe a few people might need this after whatever happens with this pandemic, we could not have predicted how long this had gone on or how many people were going to be pushed out of the workforce. Yeah. And yeah. Nancy and I were just talking about that, about numbers of, you know, thinking about women um, who are now home, who have left their jobs, who lost their jobs, right, um, or who are, you know, the caretakers of the nurses and the, you know, all right. of that, who are actually the frontline workers too. So you've got the Frontline workers who are by percentages mostly women, and then you've got all the women who has, have completely lost their jobs and are now home taking care of family, right? Right. The numbers are kind of staggering too. I, they I are. We, you know, and I have to look at the latest uh, Bureau of Labor Statistic yeah. numbers. But for example, in January or December, women lost 156,000 jobs. Guys picked up sixteen thousand jobs. So it's a net loss, all at a working woman's expense. And you touch on a couple of things. Um, whole industries went under. Retail, right? Uh, a lot of real estate, uh, the co-work space in particular. Um, commercial real estate has been really hit hard. Travel, hospitality, those are very female um, concentrated industries. Yep. Okay. So those women have all been sent hold. And then of course, restaurants, you yep. know, again, very, very concentrated with the female workforce. And so you've got this um, kind of deadly mix of the industry has 
gone away and they're starting to reinvent themselves. So, but many of these jobs are just gone. Yeah. Um, and then um, you've got women who are working at, you know, or at home with their children, trying to educate them, doing full-time caregiving, um, worrying about other members of their families and then saying, okay, I've, I've got to go back to work. It's not the high wage earners are the ones who are not, they're not the ones that are leaving. It's women in middle and lower yeah. status jobs because they're saying it's not worth my time to go. Right. Absolutely. No. Even if you can find childcare, it's too expensive. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and I mean, the swing shift traditionally when you started this, I mean, I, I remember when, you know, that, that it was a sparkle in your eye and, yeah. you know, it's like thinking about that, you know, it's, it's getting women back to work. And then it's also, you've done a lot with people who are um, switching careers. So career yes. switchers, which has become yeah. a really good a good buzzword, if you will. And, yeah, and it would. Yes, it has. You know, it's like yep. that. I like that one. You know, it's like, I'm yeah. a switcher. And, you know, I met someone, um, talked to someone who was an MVP in our, um, in Power Platform, and she spent years in the book publishing industry. And now mm-hmm. she's a consultant for tech, you know, and she, mm-hmm. and she said, you know, I'm a career switcher. And I was like, ah, there we go. We're seeing that again. Yeah. And then there's also sort of the third one, which we were talking about a little bit. And I play in this with, you know, my job at Microsoft is that right. What we say upskilling, right? Yes. Like wherever you are on sort of the digital literacy ladder, if you will, right. um, how and where can you upskill? And 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 it's not just developers. And, and so don't get me wrong, everybody. It's right. not developers. It's like developing and upleveling your digital literacy skills in Word, Excel, in PowerPoint, maybe low code you know, in Power Platform and other things. And I know you concentrate on that with people too, right? We do. Yeah. We do. I, and you're, I mean, you're, you're touching on something that you know is near to my heart. Yeah. Um, 20 years ago, technology was its own discrete industry, right? Now, technology pervades everything yep. that we do, right? In, in everything from day-to-day commerce yep. to how you run your small business to how mm-hmm. large businesses yeah. are run. And so one of the things that, you know, we found with the people we work with, when people take breaks, 50% of the time, they mm. want to do something different. And I will tell you during the time of the pandemic, yep. many of the people that we're talking to are saying, you know, I'm using this time away to really rethink what is it I'm doing? Yeah. Why am I doing it? What do I need in the next stages of my career? And it's not all, oh, I want to get in touch with myself and have an, a, 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 a quieter, gentler life. Some do. Many, we, I had somebody I was working with earlier this week who said, you know what? I need to put some money in the bank. Mm-hmm. And, and that was a reality for yep. her and her family. Yep. And, and she said, you know, I'm not panicked about it, but it's also a realization for me. And those realizations are different from person to person. I know I have another friend who said, I do not miss the, the blur of meetings right. and networking events that I went to before. And I am not going back there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, yeah, and, right. and she said, I like having my life to myself. And I had no idea how caught up I was in that. And it almost doesn't matter which one of these things are, but a lot of these folks are saying, I got to do something different. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that folks who also say lost their job in, you know, earlier this year, right. Mm-hmm. 
there's certain things of technology because everything has gone virtual or digital, you know, folks who are already doing online courses and this and that and meetings in that way and all of that stuff fairly well versed, right? But everybody's had to like figure that out. And also there's certain things in technology where, you know, I'm talking to people and doing some, you know, talking about different roles and all of that stuff. And I'm like, so what are you used to and all of that? And people are like, well, I, I was using stuff, but I haven't had a job in six months or nine months. Sure. Or am I behind? They're like, they're like, am I behind? Is that okay? And I'm like, well, wait, well, let's talk about it. You know, I don't know. <laughs> you know, yeah, how behind are you? But that's interesting too, you know, is that people are trying to like catch up because technology is changing very fast. And like you said, it's in everything. I mean, we carry a, the, the world in our hands. Yes. The universe in our hands, actually. Yeah. You know, I, I actually, you know, I watched Stranger Things <gasps> with my boyfriend. I finally watched it. Yeah. And I hadn't seen it. We totally like binge watched it. Yeah, I was like, I was so mesmerized by telephones and that mm-hmm. you would call and not get somebody. Yes. Right. And, 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 but that was an okay thing. You right. didn't think necessarily that they were like, you know, dead in a ditch. You just, right. they weren't there or they weren't available or whatever. And now we're like, you didn't text me back in 30 seconds. Or why didn't you pick up? Or how come you didn't get my email? Or whatever. Like, we're so paranoid, like weird now, you know, when And we- that's a social etiquette thing. Yeah. You know, it's Because right. that's in addition to the technology use. Yeah. It's social yeah. etiquette. I. It's funny. I was texting a neighbor the mm-hmm. other day and then I called her. We had a, one of my kids needed something. And she was yeah. like, is everything okay? Right. Never yes. call. Yes. Like, why would you call? it's so funny and weird i don't know it is yeah so anyway so let's so i want to read the the name of the book out loud with my glasses i read the whole darn thing um because it's it's back to business but it is finding your confidence embracing your skills and landing your dream job after a career pause so Nancy McSherry Johnson and Sarah Duenwald on this awesome book which i'm part way through so um, not only is it a book, so you, so you got the book deal and it's right. a book, but it's also an ebook and it's an online course, right? That's right. Like whole kit and caboodle, right? Yep. So, yeah. We were very fortunate. Harper yeah. Collins, um, has nice. been just a wonderful partner. I will say we've been, we were very, for, very, very lucky to meet with them and we've had a great experience. They said, look, this is in some ways, this is a how-to guide. I mean, we, yeah. we tell, you know, we talk about how, the whole job search game, yeah. right. And it's a game now. Yeah. Um, it used to be, you have a resume. Well, no, yeah, you need a resume, but you need, you know, you need a strategy and you need a pitch and you need right. to look at your LinkedIn profile and then your personal brand, right. The whole yeah. range of what's out there. Um, and because you want to tell your story, don't let somebody else tell your story for you. Yep. Um, and as we worked on this, they said, you know, we think that this would um, present nicely in an e-course format. Yeah. Because And when you think about who the target customer of this is, it's primarily women, but guys too, 14% yep. of guys take breaks, yep. right? Yep. It, typically, and it's for like their older children or their parents yep. or maybe a health issue. So guys take breaks for different reasons than women, but they definitely take them. When it's time to go back, it may have been years yep. since folks have looked for a job and they don't really know how the game is played. And so that's what we do. And so the e-course gives you the book in these small digestible lessons. Right. And so 
Um, it just, it walks you through each section and then it has digital worksheets in the back. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you can use this and get yourself back into the workforce um, doing something that is meaningful and appropriate for what you, for the next stage in your life. Because when people take breaks, they're not usually leaving because like everything is great. People leave because something, something has happened. Very few people. Now it's interesting. Historically, few people have planned to take breaks, but as we look forward, the whole future of work is changing. Um, Manpower did a study and it showed that 85% of millennials will take breaks. Their career trajectory is going to be different than Gen X, right? Where they would like to stay with a company, but they plan to take breaks to travel or to, you know, just hang out at home like we have been. Um, And they plan to work longer. And so as we think about that, um, it from the consumer side, yes, you absolutely are going to need to know how to look for a job, particularly if you're going to be taking breaks. But then you have to think about it from the corporate side and how do you plan for that? Because recruiting and then retaining employees, it's expensive. Yeah, absolutely. And I love your dedication page. Do you mind? I'm going to read it. No, go ahead. I love it. It's the dedication is this book is dedicated to the 45% of women who have taken a career break and the 60% who are currently unhappy, unfulfilled, or unappreciated at work and want to make a change. You are not alone. This book was designed for you to take what you need, using it as leverage and motivation to take control of what's next for your career. I love that, Nancy. And that is exactly, it is so on point. Everybody, anybody who's listening to this and Heather, you and I know each other far too well, but (laughs) everybody has been in that position where you're sitting in a job and you're like, I don't know what I'm going to do next, but it isn't going to be this. Yeah. And you, and you look around and you think, why is everybody else so happy? And I am not right. Um, And we have, in fact, in one of our hangout habits is it's a great, um, uh, chat with Andrea Lay, who's the VP of strategy at idea click talking about, why it's bad for you to compare yourself to other people, but that's what you do because that's your peer group, right? Everybody's been there. I've certainly been there where I'm looking around and I, I, you know, I've been in jobs where I've thought, I don't know why everybody is so jacked up about this because I am (laughs) really unhappy. (laughs) But you're you're like, but you don't want to stick out. You're like, Oh yeah, everything's great. Yeah. 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 And, and then, you know, so I think that there's a lot of uncertainty there because you don't want to stand up and go, Oh no, I I don't want to do this. And I don't think this is so awesome. I will say when you are taking a break and it's time to come back, there's a, there's a lot of hidden shame. Mm. around taking a break there's a lot of vulnerability oh yeah because there, it, it ranges from i couldn't cut it right I, and and this is you know rooted more i think in the 80s and 90s where there were the mommy wars right where either yeah. you know you went home and took care of your kids or you were a corporate warrior and there was kind of no in between right and they were a little bit at odds mm-hmm. um but there there's absolutely an element of shame right i couldn't cut it to Uh, I've been out long enough that I don't know that I have anything of value to offer Mm -hmm. to an employer, which blows my mind. And at the same time, I totally understand because you have to learn how to play the game and talk about what you know how to do in a modern context. Yeah. And also think, know that you're going to learn 
what you don't know, like I did right. when I was 30 years old, starting to work with you when you were like, have you ever done this before? And I was like, yeah, kind of. And then I went and figured out how to do it. Sure. Sure. Some of it is hustle, right? You totally have to, yeah. when, when you're taking a job, you know, you're like, I, these are, these are the things I know how to do. Here yeah. are my skills that are transferable and the things I don't know how to do. I'll pick them up as yeah. I go along. Right. Um, and that I think is, but it's, di- I would say it's different at 40 or 45 or 50 oh, than right. it is at 30. Right. I, and for I, many people mid career, yep. um, it, it's a frightening prospect. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and everybody, I, you know, Nancy and I do know each other very, very well. We've worked together for years. We're friends and we know each other's families and stuff. So full disclosure. But the other thing is, is that I will say um, Nancy has shepherded me through personally some some of the biggest ups in my life and some of the biggest downs in my life in work. You have. And um, she's excellent. Yeah. She does. No, I, you know, I'm like, you are you you uh you have a knack for seeing people you have a knack you just you have your natural empath you know and empathetic with people and you also you know your you know your shit so you just do you know yep. and and so i think i'm so excited i was so excited when you started the business and i'm so excited for your book because it's just you know books are great because it's like you can get the information out to more people in a way that you just you, you know, and we're in a digital world. So you have an ebook, you have the course, yeah. you have all of it. So you're like hitting all of the, you know, from if I put my marketing hat on, you know, like you're hitting like the, you know, the uh, omni-channel way of getting information out into the world to help the most amount of people, which is, I know what you're yes. doing, why you want to do it. That's exactly. And, you know, Heather, thank you for the kind words, but, you know, it's always been a treat to say, oh, what are you doing? Why? It always ends up just being a wild gossip session. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, just sometimes with numbers involved. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. But you're absolutely right. Yeah, we, Sarah and I made a very deliberate decision that how are we going to get this information out in the broadest possible yeah. manner? And a book and an e-course are the way to do it. That's how people consume information. You know, um, and, and I say this as someone who I... I I love in-person events. I mean, I am starved for attention right now because, you know, video and Zoom doesn't do it for me. Um, But I tell you what, if you're on a break and you've got a family and you've got other stuff going on, you do not have a half day or three days to go to a conference and do your networking. You know, you're going to be doing this in small chunks. And Sarah and I designed the book and the e-course so that you could consume it in these small yeah. bites, Absolutely. right? In the e-course, no lesson is more than an hour. Yeah. That's you know, awesome. because yeah. you can, and that's doable, right? Because when you have, and especially right now, when you have all these competing demands, I'm living this, you could say living the dream. It's a little bit of a nightmare where I'm homeschooling my fourth grader because he refuses to go online. Right. Um, and, you know, sometimes if I've got work things do, I am working in five minute time slices where I'm in his room and then I jump into my office and I go back to his room and I go back to my office and millions and millions and millions of women are doing this. Yes. Absolutely. And that's why we designed it this way, because we know their their attention is being pulled eight ways to sideways. Wow. Yeah. No, that's awesome. And that, then that's our attention span right now. And that's what we can do. And, you know, it's like, yep. you're right, like a big giant, you know, 
course, like I, some of the people too, who are doing things right now that are like, you have to sign up and you have to do this chunks and you have to do this. Again. I mean, like, no, <laughs> you know? yeah. like, I can't, I can't do it. You know, It's like the slow food movement. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, and yeah, no. You're kind of going against that. Like, it's big. Yes. Is it a big project? Yes, it is. And that's why we've broken it down into these yeah. really small, they're small chapters, they're yeah. small steps. But if you take the time and do one a week and yeah. then do the next one and yeah. do the next one, they build on each other and you'll end up getting to where you need to go. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm so excited yeah. for this. And everybody, yeah. great. So check the book out. Um, you can check out Swing Shift. Uh, on yeah, Instagram. and you can go to if you if you want to buy the book, go to Amazon. Um, yeah. And if you want to know about it, go to backtobusinessbook.com. Ah, back to business. That's our oh, yeah. That's perfect. Hey, I wanted to show you something too. Um, so this, uh, I think I, I bring this. I brought this out every once in a while. Do you remember this? <gasps> yes. Are you ready? Okay. So we'll do an unboxing here for the, for those of you who are listening and not watching. Um, oh, it's boxes. the cars! Uh, it is it is Matchbox cars that we had created with all of the different SharePoint logos on them. So this is super vintage, and I this is the only one. Oh I my! Have. Those are mixed up with my son's Hot Wheels. Yeah, totally. And every once in a while, yeah. we'll set up a track, and a SharePoint car will come out. And yeah, I'll go, it's, oh, it's SharePoint. We did those. Yeah, this was, so Nancy and I, we had so much fun doing so many like to circle back interesting things that Jeff Tiefer said yes to. So that's got um, SharePoint Portal Server 2003, the logo. <laughs> We're going back. Yeah, like going way back. And and the Windows SharePoint Services front page, like seriously, this is like in the way back. But I thought, I was like, I have to show this to Nancy. Windows SharePoint Services is on the, oh the Humvee. So mm -hmm. totally hilarious. But anyway, yeah, like I talk about the kilts that we had Kurt Del Benny wear and... Yeah you know, the Ferrari shrink wrap cars. So we did all kinds of really interesting, fun things, brand building for. It was brand, it was stunts and brand building, right? Yeah. Because what we needed yeah. to do is elevate the, yeah. we had to elevate the the brand name yeah. and in some ways in the local manner to get the attention yeah. of people within Microsoft. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was super super fun so yeah so yeah. that's all of our SharePoint peeps um yeah oh that's that is that makes my heart that makes like, my heart warm it was like totally fun so everybody who's listening it's, it says accelerate with Microsoft SharePoint products and technologies and it's a little box that you can open with Velcro and it's got four slots and it's got right. four little matchbox cars that we had branded right. for, and for each of the business lines right and we had like a little card in here that was like go collect the rest of them it came with two, and then you had to go to a hands-on lab and go visit Brian Hart, and then you yes. had to go over to the office, the Microsoft Office System Theater, where I was the MC, where we had all of our partners doing 20-minute sessions. TED Talks, before TED Talks existed, thank you very much. Yes. Um, but anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I just, I had to whip out a blast from the past. It's a 20 that is, soon. that's a happy one, too. <laughs> totally happy and fun. So, yeah. anyway, oh, my goodness. Uh one, it was great to catch up with you even before we had the podcast. So thanks for that. <laughs> I know it was great to talk. <laughs> so everybody, yeah, let's go back to businessbook.com one and swing shift and um highly recommend Nancy for everything, y'all. Um, oh, well, you know, we're you know, we're doing we're doing a lot of work in the corporate 
corporate side, right? We're working yeah. on a career break initiative right oh, yeah, now. Talk about that too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, given that so many women take breaks and that there's a lot of folks that have been out unexpectedly and that millennials are going to plan to take their breaks over and over again, they're going to be more on waves, right? Right, right? So rather than a career path, they're going to have a career wave. We're, um, working on a corporate um, career break initiative um, where we're going to work with companies to say, well, let's, let's accommodate that so that when you, and you use this as a, uh, a recruiting tool so that you've got somebody who's looking for a job and you can say, Hey, you know what? We'll work with you over the course of your career so that if you want to take a break, we'll have a placeholder for you. We'll ha- like, we'll invite you to the quarterly business meetings. We'll have a mentor for you. Um, we'll have some update and training so that, you know, when the internal tools training goes on um, to keep you in the loop so that after that, whatever the time period is two to four years and you say, Oh, it's time for me to come back. You then just get put into the candidate pool and, the, the value of that goes both ways. It's great for the employee because it gives them a reason to stay tied closer to the employer. Yep. Um, and for companies, it's it's a great retention tool, right? Instead of like spending, it's somewhere between six dollars and $12,000 to just to recruit for a new employee. Wow. And then a nine month ramp up just to get them up to speed. You have someone that you can plug and play. Yeah, right. right. So- so we are, we're in the process of um, working with uh, some medium and large size employers to get this out into the marketplace. We think it is super important. Um, and it, it also helps diversify your workforce. I mean, we've known for years that people funnel out because of, you know, family issues and health issues. Well, don't let them funnel out. Keep them in. Yeah, I love that. And that's, I don't know, you know people are like, oh, you know, have to go. See you later. You know what I mean? Like there's no, oh, it's, a, it's very it, right now. And there's no alternative to keep them tied. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. And so this is Sarah talks about this as tethering mm-hmm. um, your employees yeah. to the corporation. So if they're going to go, well, keep them connected so that when it's time for them to come back, yeah. it's, you know, it's not expensive for you as a company. Right. Um, and it's a great alternative for uh, a, the employee. Yeah. And also thinking about people who have maybe like gotten, they've retired or they're, you know, like, right. I don't know, like I think about people in my parents' age, you know, it's like they would love to have a, like a, a job back with wherever they maybe had worked sure. for like a part-time thing where they're doing consulting or like, you know, telling people maybe how it should be done. <laughs> you know, or whatever. <laughs> well, that's your and my job, Heather. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. But yeah, that was super interesting. I like that. I like that a lot. I yep. never heard of that before that's no we don't think we've been looking around and you know there's other, there's returnships but mm-hmm. there you know there's no guarantee that somebody's going to get a job when they do a mm-hmm. returnship um and then uh and there's no autonomy on the individual's part this is right. this is a joint this is a joint thing like when you join a company you sign up for this program and it's we think it's something that um that people are going to use particularly again particularly millennials they know they're going to take breaks. So why not get involved in something like this? So that when it's time to, when it's time to peel out, you can say, well, you know, I'm going to go do this thing for six months or nine months or up to two or four years. I'd love to come back. 
Yeah, it's sort of like a sabbatical with a boomerang and like exactly. You know, and alumni groups, I would think, love this too. You know, yeah, that's that's you're talking about our business plan. That's right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's super cool. Wow. You have so yeah. much fun. It's so great. Um, it is. I know. I'm always happy to see you. Yeah, I'm always happy to see you too. I'm going to give you my last question. How about that? Okay. Okay. Sounds good. So the last one I always ask, uh, very interested in sparks and moments in our lives. Um, and I would love to know, uh, you know, person, place, thing, book, poem, movie, movie, different for everybody. Um, something that you think of that really is seating you in who you are today in this moment. Okay. So uh, there's two things. One, I did watch Nomadland. Oh. And I found it, it's um, with Francis McDormand, and it's a very moving depiction of people who are really on the edge of economic failure mm-hmm. in our society. And while it ultimately is an uplifting film, um, it, it provides so many alternative views about what does success look like in a person's life, as well as how vulnerable how many people are in our current society. So I, I, it's a very, it's a, and, and it's beautifully made, right? right? So I loved that film. I will say a little more locally, um, as the parent of two children who have been home for a year, I was delighted to see uh, Governor Inslee here in Washington state um, direct the school, the, the state school districts to put the children back in school at least part-time. Wow. This is gonna help get everybody back to work yeah right right. women women who and men who have gone home to take care of their children schools need to be opened and they need to be opened safely but I will say that I cried a little bit when I read that well because otherwise it's left to the individual to decide and for for people to get back to work those kids need to be in school and I agree it should be safely they should be that the teacher should be vaccinated there should be PPE but it is so, so, so important to get people back, get the kids back to school so women can get back to work. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, makes sense to me 100%. So, and it's, you know, or this is, this was the time when all of everything changed, like we've been talking about, right? And yes. so, you know, it's time, hopefully, fingers crossed with everything for another great deal of change. And hopefully, you know, we take with it all the things we've learned. Right. And all the you know, all the, all the, all the loss and all of those things that everybody's dealing with, you know, and we take it and make positive motion out of those things. So, yeah, absolutely. Oh, honey, I love speaking with you. It's so good. It's so good to see you. (laughs) It's so exciting. So everybody um, definitely check out uh, the book. um, And, you know, when you check out the book and buy it, it's always great to do an Amazon review. Oh, please review Uh, us on Amazon. We're getting great reviews. So we're super grateful for that. Absolutely. So, and, uh, and definitely the ebook and all of that and and swing shift. Um, Thanks Nance for being on the show again. Thank you for having me back. Um, do you want me to stay here for a minute or? Yeah, absolutely. We're going to say, we're going to say goodbye to everybody. And then, um, here's what I'll do. I'm going to do my, I'll do the close, which is thank you for being on the, another episode of Mavens Do It Better. And, uh, here is to a big, beautiful day on this blue spinning spear. Thanks everybody. And thank you, Nancy. Yay. (laughs) Cheers. The original music on this podcast was created by Jesse Cates.